Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now, more of the John Chuckery Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at a Chuckery Show. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. You know how we do it on Friday nights, get the dance party cranked up. Take the beat a little bit higher. We will do Rankum coming up at 1040 this evening, so we will uh, have a little bit of fun before we get out of here for the week and get into the weekend. I know Dom is going to be working all weekend, but listen, that's uh, that's the life you live. Uh, you know how many, how many, for a decade I was doing that every weekend, but anyway, um, all right, here's what we're going to do is we're going to start with Braves home games where we're going to get into allowing y'all, as you're driving home, to open up the phone lines and give your thoughts about what you saw tonight. So 404-726-0929, this will be kind of our de facto post-game show, right? So um, we'll have a little bit of fun and we'll talk some some Braves baseball with you. But if you want to jump in as you're on your way home, 404-726-0929. That is the phone line. So, obviously, good news in uh, Braves country as um, the Braves win 9 to nothing. as we kind of thought. I mean, look, uh, I don't think the Chicago White Sox are going to be much competition this weekend. They now sit at 38-55, and 17-29 and 29, um, at home. Here's just a, a, a subtle difference about where the Braves are versus what another team where another team is at, right? Okay? So the seven, eight, and nine hitters for the Bra- for the um White Sox tonight, they were 0 for 9. 0 for 9. Okay? The seven, eight, and nine hitters for the Atlanta Braves were five for nine. Five for nine, four runs scored, two RBI, and a couple of walks. Now, when your seven, eight, and nine hitters are that drastic of a difference, you're going to be hard to beat. Charlie Morton tonight, he was outstanding. Seven innings, three hits, not a single run, had four strikeouts, a walk, obviously did not give up a home run, and he only threw 83 pitches in seven innings. 
In fact, look at one of the stats from the game tonight. The Braves in their shutout tonight threw 118 total pitches. Okay? Heller and Luge came in and pitched the last two innings. They pitched two innings of two hit ball, no runs allowed, couple of strikeouts. Braves threw 118 pitches. The White Sox pitching staff, 184 pitches in the game tonight, including mostly from Tuki Toussaint, who took over for the White Sox starter after the White Sox starter went, are you ready? Are you sitting down in your car? Okay. He went two-thirds of an inning with a hit, four runs allowed, four of them earned, four walks, didn't strike out anybody, and that one hit was a grand slam by Matt Olson, who uh, tonight in the game, that was his only hit, but he made it count. 30 homers now, 76 RBI. I believe Matt Olson leads the National League in RBI. But their, their starter was dreadful. Tuki Toussaint tonight, he really, I'll give him a lot of credit. He did a really good job. Five and a third innings, three hits, just one run given up. He walked four guys as well. He struck out four. The White Sox in eight innings, because remember, the Braves didn't have to bat here in the ninth inning. The White Sox in eight innings had nine walks allowed. They struck out five and walked nine guys in the game tonight. Nine. I don't know how you do that in today's modern Major League Baseball where everybody is swinging on their heels, but they found a way to walk nine guys tonight. Their pitching their pitching was, uh, outside of Tucson, their pitching was a disaster. So Braves pick up a big win, 61-29 and 29 now on the season as they move to 31-15 and 15 at home. And we talked about this earlier on in the season where the Braves were such an outstanding road team. They were just killing people on the road in the beginning of the year and really were kind of just mediocre at home. Well, they flipped that script now 31-15 and 15 at home. And by the way, they're 30-14 and 14 on the road. That's outstanding. Not only the Braves for the first team that have 60 wins, but they're the fastest team to 30 wins on the road. And they've been outstanding on the road. Um, 30 and 31, excuse me, and 15 now for them uh, at home. Uh, if you look uh, up and down the lineup, uh, Ronnie was 0 for 3, but he scored on the Matt Olson uh, Grand Slam. Ozzy was 2 for 3 with a run. He drove in three runs. Matt Olson hit the grand slam. He drove in four tonight. Arcia and Michael Harris also contributed RBI. Harris and Arcia combined for three. They Harris and Arcia, the nine, the eight and nine hitter, four for seven, three runs scored, two RBI. How are you going to beat somebody like that? Like when the bottom of the order, and we've consistently talked about this, when the bottom of your order is giving you that kind of production and you're turning the lineup over that much and you're allowing Ronnie and Ozzy and Riley and Olsen to accumulate more at bats, you're not going to beat the Atlanta Braves. If you're allowing those guys to get up, somebody's going to kill you at some point. Somebody's going to whack it all around 
And at some point, somebody's going to put one out. Because the Braves are just, first off, they're dominant in the first inning. They've been outstanding in first innings so far. But again, they hit the most home runs in the first half of Major League of the Major League Baseball season, I think, ever in the in uh, in the American or National League, had the most home runs ever. So another outstanding win. Can't say enough good things about Charlie Morton, and now he goes to ten and six on the season. And you talk about one of the really good kind of bounce back performances where you know it was not a very good year for Charlie Morton in a lot of ways. I mean, it was not a not as productive of a year. Um, you know, again, he gave up too many homers, uh, giving up too many hits, but he's been outstanding, and now he's 10-6 and six on the year. And if this is his swan song, you know, he has done a lot of good to bounce himself back. And, you know, again, he's one of those guys that you feel like, okay, we get to the postseason, we can really count on a Charlie Morton. He's been a big-time pitcher in the postseason, but he was outstanding. Seven hits, three runs, no um, – no runs given up, uh, three hits, no runs given up, a walk and four strikeouts on 83 pitches. He's now lowered his ERA to 3.20. So he gets the win uh, tonight. Ronnie did steal a base uh, in the game, by the way, too. He um, he stole uh, second base, and uh, he did that in the uh, first inning and uh, en route to scoring as uh, he didn't really have to steal many more bases because he was scoring pretty easily on the Matt Olson grand slam. So... Olsen hits the grand slam. That was actually the only home run that they hit. It was his 30th of the year. He had uh, He's up to 76 RBI with the four that he had tonight. Ozzy is up to 66 RBI with the three he had tonight. Michael Harris is at 27 RBI, and Orlando Arcia is at 29 RBI as well. So Braves did leave um, uh, nine guys on. They were four for 14 with runners in scoring position, but – you make one of those count, right? When 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 you try to make a count, Olsen was one for three. That one was a big one because it turned into a grand salami. So uh, again, big win for the Braves tonight. They whitewashed the you know, White Sox uh, in this game, nine to nothing. And like I said, I don't think there's going to be a lot of competition. Uh, Strider's going to go on the mound tomorrow. Lance Lynn and, and uh, Spencer Strider. That's an interesting matchup, but Strider's going to blow away this lineup. I mean, he's going to blow away this lineup, and, you know, they will have no answers for him. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a 9-10 strikeout type of performance uh, tomorrow, and then Kobe Allard has a chance, you know, that uh, I think they'll, I think they'll win tomorrow, and I think he'll have a chance to, to close out that series. And it'll be another sweep for the Atlanta Braves. It'll be another sweep uh, series for them where, um, you know, they've they just got it, you know, cranked up right now. I mean, that's that's the reality of it. Um, they've won four of their last five. Um, you know, they they lost that final game to uh, Tampa Bay, but they get right back on track after a few days off. I mean, obviously, we had the all-star break and all of that uh, going on, but um, they, they find a way and uh, just continue to pound runs. They scored four in the first, scored one in the sixth. They scored four in the seventh, and they really didn't even need those runs that they got in the sixth or seventh inning because after the first inning, this game was uh, this over, and uh, it, it was sad watching some of the the pitching for for the uh, Chicago White Sox. I mean, there was just not much uh, going on uh, in that. White Sox didn't do much. Uh, ben Intendi had a hit. Tim Anderson had a couple of hits. Uh, they were three for twelve in the game. But when you don't get any other contributions, you know, uh, Luis Robert Jr., one of the better players in baseball, he 
did not have a, a hit uh, tonight. Uh, Grandal did not have a, a hit tonight. Um, Jimenez did not have a hit uh, tonight. So, um, you know, they were just dominated by the Braves pitching um, all night long. Uh, Matt Olson, or sorry, no, uh, Sean Murphy, I should say, he went hitless uh, in the game. Uh, Ozuna, Murphy, they were hitless. Riley, uh, Acuna, they were hitless uh, as well. And Kevin Pillar came in and played some uh, left field uh, defense. And, you know, again, um, good night for Eddie Rosario, just one for four with a run. Um, you know, again, getting on base and scoring a run. Uh, Riley had two walks in the game. Ronnie had two walks in the game. He's now up to 329, uh, even though he didn't have a hit tonight. 329, but has a 408 on base percentage and a 577 slugging. So even though he didn't get a hit tonight, the two walks he got on base and obviously stole a base and then scored on Matt Olson's grand slam. And and you know, again, when you think the Brave when the Braves scored nine runs, you would think, okay, they hit, you know, two or three, you know, maybe four home runs, but Olsen was the only guy that homered in the game uh, tonight. He hit that grand slam, and uh, there was nobody out uh, when he hit that grand slam. Um, Arcia, Ozzy, and Michael Harris all doubled uh, in the game, but uh, the only home run hit was by Matt Olsen. So Braves win it tonight, 9 nothing behind an outstanding performance from Charlie Morton. The offense continues to roll. The bottom three, seven, eight, and nine hitters in this lineup were five for nine in the game with four runs scored and two RBI. And there you have it. All right, when we come back, DeJounte Murray, I think, is saying the right things. Did he maybe take a shot, though, at John Collins? We'll talk about that next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, and the Odyssey.com app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
Sports Radio 92.9, the game back at it. Chuck Show hanging out in the Kia studios on this Friday night with you. 404-726-0929. That is both our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line and it is our phone line. We got the uh, dance party cranked up here on a Friday night for the Brown Liquor Music Hour. We get the beat kind of cranking up here. Uh, we are going to do rank them coming up in about 20 minutes uh, from right now. So hit us up with your list, 404-726-0929, 404-726-0929, at JMCH316. He's at DomURLive. Uh, that's our personal Twitter page. You can hit us up there as well. You know, um, DeJounte Murray was recently speaking with ESPN uh, reporter and you know, uh, Dom, you you told me about this person, Roz Gold uh, Unwude. Yes, um, she's a reporter for ESPN. What what show does she do? Any idea? So she fills in sometimes. She does a lot of uh, sideline reporting and stuff like okay. that for them. Um, so she'll see her uh, at games. But um, okay, that's her main gig. Okay, so that's some interesting things that uh, Trey Young or sorry, uh, Dejounte Murray said to her um, in this interview that they did, obviously after signing the four-year, $120 million extension to stay with the uh, Atlanta Hawks. Um, now, I don't I'll, – I'll get your guys' opinion on this as to whether or not this was a shot at John Collins at all. Obviously, John Collins no longer here, traded to the Utah Jazz. So here's the first thing. That uh, that kind of caught my attention, and maybe this was a shot. Maybe it wasn't, but, quote, I told Trey, continue to learn who your teammates are. Trust your guys. Uh, we're here for him. Trey built what he built in Atlanta. He earned what he earned. He earned the right to be uh, the head of the snake, and I let him know that. I think that's important. Now, was that a little bit of a shot? When you go back and look, obviously – you know, John Collins and Trey Young had their disputes about how the offensive philosophy and style should be. That John Collins didn't necessarily think that, you know, he didn't think he, he thought more of the offense should have ran through him and maybe that there was some disagreements about philosophy. I'm not telling you that they did not get along personally or – they would fight in the locker room or any kind of stuff like that. I'm talking about from a philosophical approach to the game. They were on opposite sides. And, again, we heard enough chatter that I do think that there was some of that there. Again, it wasn't all just made-up, make-believe, malarkey kind of stuff. There was some definite angst there. So I don't know if that was a little bit of a shot toward John Collins just from the standpoint of, you know, trusting your teammates, trust your guys, you know, learn who your teammates are. Okay. I mean, maybe. I mean, again, I'm I'm open-minded to, you know, the whole thing uh, out there. Then um, Murray went on to talk about the idea of, you know, playing alongside, you know, Trey Young and, you know, improving. And I thought this was was the interesting quote for me. Quote, it starts with me and him. And it starts with chemistry off the floor, making sure we're available, making sure our teammates see who we are. The work ethic, the work we're putting in, and just wanting one another to keep getting better, but also lead by example. Now, 
again, I won't overblow it from the standpoint, but that sounds like a guy who played for a Greg Popovich. And that sounds like a guy who is a mature basketball player that gets it. And, and I like the fact that, look, him and Trey Young, they've got to set the tone, not just on the court, but off the court. Now, I'm not saying those guys are getting in trouble or anything like that, but just about how you go about your business. Are you putting in the work? Do, do you think that things come to eat? I mean, whatever it is, you know, doing the dirty work that you have to do. Um, so I like that about DeJounte Murray. And I thought that that was an interesting comment that he had there, just in the idea of, hey, we've got to get better. We've got to grow. And look, obviously they looked at DeJounte Murray and thought that it was the best decision moving forward to keep Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, Quinn Snyder, and get that threesome together to come together. And again, we saw a number of times when DeJounte Murray when he played well and Trey Young played well, they would win. And bottom line is they would win. And, and and when they were really good, the Hawks were really good. You know, when when they played really well together, the Hawks played really well together. Whatever side pieces or additional pieces or what have you was on the court at the time, when those two guys played really well together, led to a lot of victories. So... You know, I, I said before that I thought that DeJounte Murray was the team MVP last year. I thought he made more winning basketball plays than anybody else on their roster. That includes Trey Young, and that includes Clint Capella, DeJon, or, um, uh, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, whoever. I thought he made more winning basketball plays because he could make basketball plays that were winning basketball plays both on the offensive and defensive side. Sometimes it would be a rebound. Sometimes it would be a steal. Sometimes it would be an assist. Sometimes it was a you know foul line jumper, whatever it was. Little things that he did that were winning basketball plays. And I said this on night number one, when they played the Rockets last year, and I believe that that was at State Farm Arena. You could see that there was something different about him. You could see that he was a fundamentally sound player, had a high basketball IQ, and he looked like a guy, like we said, that played for Greg Popovich. He looked like he was a disciplined basketball player that played for Greg Popovich. And I think that's translated. And so that's why I'm excited to see what Trey Young and DeJounte Murray with a full offseason. And, and now the best part about all of this is that there's no more questions to be answered. Well, is DeJounte going to be here? Will he become a free agent? This, that, and the other. Now you could put all of that behind you and focus on basketball. And we talked about this last week on the show. Now you don't have to answer any questions. Well, how long will be will DeJounte Murray be here? You know, now you don't have to have those articles written. You know, and we talked about the comments that John Collins made where he felt like it was getting to him. The idea of, you know, we heard, you know, he said, I heard so many trade rumors and this and that, that it was starting to wear on me. He said that at his press conference when he went to Utah. That was the opening press conference last Friday, I believe it was. It was a week ago today. Hey, I was feeling the pressure, and, you know, it, it starts to get after you for a while. Well, imagine if you're in DeJounte Murray's shoes, and you start getting into all of the, well, is he going to be here? Does he want to sign? You know, and again, with the hot take media in today's world, 
you can imagine how many narratives would be spun. Oh, DeJounte Murray doesn't like the Atlanta Hawks front office. Or again, you know, we everybody always takes it to the umpteenth degree in everything. So there would be all of that nonsense that would be written about all of it. But now it's all about basketball. Trey Young is signed to a long-term contract. DeJounte Murray is going to be here for the next handful of years. Quinn Snyder now is going to be here, obviously, for a long time. Now everybody can get on the same page. He also went on to talk about the idea of uh, how his mindset remains the same uh, as before even the contract. Quote, what means the most to me is giving family, friends, the youth hope and paving the way, showing them anything is possible with hard work, dedication, staying focused, and being a great person. So, look, I like what he's saying. I, 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 I don't have a problem with all of this. I, I'm excited to see what becomes of these two guys. I'm excited to see what becomes of Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. I'm excited that I think that there's still much room to grow with these two guys, that there's the potential to be, you know, one of the better backcourts in all of the NBA. And they maybe already were, but there's certainly a potential to be, you know, if not the best, then certainly one of the top best backcourts in the NBA. And look, they're paying super max money to one guy and they're paying, you know, max veteran money to another guy. And they're not, not those two guys are not, playing for fish heads and rice. I mean, you're talking about $75 million a year in combined salary. They ain't playing for just, you know, a bag of peanuts out there. They're getting well compensated, but there has to be some return in it. And I'm excited to see what Quinn Snyder, what DeJounte Murray, what Trey Young, what they can come up with during this offseason. What can they work on? What can they get better at during this offseason? You know, and again, the results may or may not be there. You know, the results are can be maybe kind of slow, but at some point it's going to have to catch itself up. At some point it's going to have to be better than what it's been over the last couple of years. Because if if they if they have this roster and they can't be drastically better, you think Tony Russell is ever going to entertain the idea of going into luxury tax? You think he's ever going to entertain the idea of spending money to get in the tax and they go three years in a row where they're a, you know, barely make the play in and all this kind of stuff. No, I don't think that will happen in one iota. I don't think it will happen at all. They have to show some drastic improvement in this roster. They have to build themselves around. That's why I get frustrated is because, you know, again, there are a lot of guys that are coming off the board. And I don't know what our move is. And, you know, again, if they, they grab a Pascal Siakam, yeah, he's a really good player, but, is he here for the long term? Because you're going to have to pay him max money. Like, he's not playing for less than max money. He's earned that. You got a 24-8 and eight guy that's at that level, and he's, you know, second team All-NBA. You're going to have to pay that guy money. You're going to have to pay him all that max money. And I don't know that the Hawks are realistically wanting to get into that boat. He ain't going to take no team-friendly discount. This is his chance to cash in. You saw Fred Van Vliet, right? You don't think he's thinking what Fred Van Vliet got? Then he's thinking, wait a second, I'm better than him. I'm better than him, and what did he get? He got like, what, 180 or 190 or something ridiculous? Stockham's looking around saying, wait a second, I'm better than that guy. And that guy got four, like $40 million a year? What did he get? 
Fred Van Fleet signed a three-year, $128 million yeah. deal. Yeah, one, three for 128 Yep. Siakam's probably better than him. <laughs> Definitely better than him. Yeah. So he ain't going to play for no fish heads and rice. So I like what DeJounte Murray's doing. I like the fact that, you know, he's talking about these guys working together. And let's see. I mean, at some point, it's got to materialize into wins on the basketball court. It's got to materialize into the Hawks being a much better franchise, turning that corner and being one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. All right, when we come back, it's going to be time for Rank em. We're going to have a little bit of fun with you here before the top of the hour in the JR Sports Brief. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio 929 The Game, and on the Odyssey.com app. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, back at a Chuck Free Show. Hanging out in the Kia Studios. Maria, Maria. Dance Party getting cranked up and ready to go. This actually was a really good album. Like, I mean, this is a really good song, but this whole album was really good. Um, The song, obviously, that he did with Rob, uh, what's that guy's name? Um, um, Oh, gosh. Uh, The the lead singer singer of... um, um, the, the, the huge hit that they had. Um, oh, uh, yeah. I oh, Okay, hold on. That's going to bother me. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas was the guy. And uh, the, the huge hit that he had with them. Um, but this this whole album was was really good. I think it, I think it won a bunch of Grammys, too. Um, you know, it was one of those, you know, crossover kind of albums, stuff like that. What was that song? Uh, not The Game of Love. That's the one he did with uh, the other girl. Um, smooth. Smooth, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was on that album, and and this song, Maria Maria, was on that uh, album as well. So, All right, we uh, used to have a little bit of fun uh, picking Randy and Hugh's brain. Sometimes we gave them a list of things to put in order. We decided to steal it, and we call this segment Rankem. All righty, John. So I've got a couple lists here for you. And like I said, it's Friday night, so we're going to focus on the ladies. Okay. So, my question to you. Rank these TV show moms. You have Sofia Vergara in okay. Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Ava Longoria in Desperate Housewives. Christina Hendricks from Mad Men. Connie Britton, Friday Night Lights. Um, I will go with Sofia Vergara, number one. Um... You know, I like that Connie Britton. She's uh, she's nice. Yeah, yes. she, she's, she's nice. She's interesting. Um, I'll go. Uh, who who was the second one you said? Ava Longoria. All right, I'll go Ava Longoria too. I'll go Connie Britton three, and who was the fourth one? Christina Hendricks. Yeah, uh, she's the redhead from. I'm yeah. not a big redhead guy. So. Okay, okay, good to know. Good yeah. to know. All right, next up. Same kind of deal. However, we're talking about femme fatales. So just a different movie genre. Okay. Demi Moore in Disclosure. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Rebecca Romaine from the X-Men series when she was Mystique. 
and Natasha Henstridge from the Species. So that uh, Mystique was outstanding. Yes. I mean, she was. Yes. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was phenomenal. Best, arguably the best parts of those movies. Yeah, I mean, so she was. She was phenomenal uh, in all that. Um, so I give her number one. Uh, Natasha Henstrich, uh, who was the other two you said? The other two, you had Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, and then you had Demi Moore in Disclosure. Um, I'll go Demi Moore because I really like Demi Moore. I'll go Natasha Henstrich, number three. And um, I like I like Catwoman. I'm just not as big a Michelle Pfeiffer fan, I guess. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, I got one more for you. This mm-hmm. is for the adult film stars. Oh, nice. <laughs> We have not that I would know anything like this. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. We know you're going to be googling all these names. Don't yes. worry. Uh, number one, we have Asa Akira. Ooh. Number two, Phoenix Marie. Number three, Kira Noir. Number four, Kelly Devine. Uh, who was the uh, the 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 third one you said? Kira Kier- Noir. Kira Noir. K- how do you spell that? K I R A. K I N O I R. Okay. Uh, I'm not familiar with her work. Um, the first girl that the first girl I know. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Karen Noir. Uh-huh. You, you said uh, who's first one? Uh, first one was Asa Akira. Okay, I'll take her number one. Uh-huh. Number two was Phoenix Marie. Okay. Number three was Kira Noir, and number four was Kelly Devine. Um. Phoenix Marie. I don't know if I know her or not. I'll take that Kiara uh, Noir, number two. Okay. Um, Phoenix Marie, and what was the other one? Kelly Devine. I think I know her, but I don't. Um... All right, I'll go Kiara. I'll go. I'll go the Kiara Noir two. Okay. I'll go. What was the What was the third one? Uh, so you, it was Phoenix Marie and then Phoenix Kelly Marie Devine. number number three and then Kelly, Kelly Devine, Devine number four. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's see here. I, my mouse is uh, having trouble here, but um, um, let's see here from the uh, Sodom of Us Diamond text line uh, from my buddy James. Uh, rank these wrestling managers: Paul Heyman, Jim Cornette, J.J. Dillon, Sherry Martell. It's a good list. Um, I still go Jim Cornette number one. I think I think Jim Cornette's the second best manager of all time, next to Bobby Heenan. I think Bobby Heenan is far and away the best manager of all time, but I think Jim Cornette is number two. I will take Paul Heyman because he's had a career resurgence. Um, he's been magnificent, you know, in this whole bloodline thing. I'll take him number two. I will actually take, and I know he's the more. I, I know he's the guy that was the glue that held everything together uh, with J.J. Dillon, but I'll take Sherry Martell because I think she's. Criminally underrated uh, in the wrestling world, number three, and J.J. Dillon, number four. And I like J.J. Dillon. I think that he's that he was the glue that held the horsemen together uh, in all of that. Uh, let's see here. Rank these dopey millennials at 92.9, okay? This should Ka- be good. Yep. Caleb, Dom, Dylon, and Garrett. Um... So I'm going to go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Dom number one. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm, and not Aww. because you're here, but I'll <laughs> I'll go. Dom number one. He he's got a little bit less dopiness in him. Um, I will go. Garrett number two. 
I will go Caleb number three and Dylon four because, and I love Dylon, but man, he doesn't he know. Just, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't know anything. Yeah. Like if it didn't happen in two thousand six yeah. or later, like he's yeah. got no frame of reference. I was gonna say, I, so I'm lucky because I have a very like just I, my dad and everyone mm-hmm. just did a really good job of making sure I knew just things that happened right, before right, me, right. whether that was movies, right. music. So I've always kind of said I have a little bit of an old soul. Yeah. There are times where I talk to Dylan, and granted, I'm only maybe like a year or two older than Dylan, mm-hmm. where I talk to Dylan, and I'm just like, all right, dude, <laughs> like, how do you not know this? No, like, like I, I, there have been <laughs> things that we've talked about that he looked at me like I had three heads. I mean, that's, yeah. again, and it would yeah. be, it wouldn't be a deep, I can go deep. I can go deep with reference. I got 51 years under my belt. I mean, I can, I got a half a century. I can go deep, but even some of those things, like, it was like, wait a second, I'm, I, again, I know some of these pop star. Like, I'll we'll even talk about like some of these pop star girls, and I'll be like, wait a second, I, I'm listening to these girls right now, and you're you're not even. Li-. But anyway, so um, from our buddy Rusty, rank these fill-in replacement members: Shemp from the Three Stooges, Sammy Hagar from Van Halen, Crush for Demolition, and uh, Arnell Pineda, uh, who's the new Filipino lead singer. Of Journey, who took over for Steve Perry. Um, I will tell you, I've seen that Arnell, I believe I saw him years ago when he mm-hmm. took over for Steve Perry. Yeah. He was outstanding. I saw them at Music Midtown. And it was Neil Schoen and all the guys, mm-hmm. but they had this, they, they had this, they had another singer. And yeah. I don't know if it was this guy or not, but if it, it I, I'm not even gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say that I'll, I'll give him the number one spot because. He was phenomenal in that role. Okay. Um, I love Sammy Hagar. I, I think I'll 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 be I'll go hot taking. I think Van <laughs> I think Van Hagar is better than Van Halen. Okay. I think Van, I think okay. Van Hagar is better than than with David Lee Roth. Hmm. I think David Lee Roth had his moments, but he was completely whacked out. And I don't think they were consistently as good as they were with Sammy Hagar. Um, Shemp from the Three Stooges and. When they added Crush, I mean, it was like giving up because again, Bill Eady and all those guys—they were too beat up. Like, like at you know, uh, Smash and Axe, they were both beat up from the Territory days. Um, they had to bring in Crush because they needed, they needed somebody to just kind of spell them right. They were just too beat up and banged up. Uh, quickly here, uh, and my guy, the basketball guy—I'll uh-huh. be honest with you. Uh, and again, it's not that some of these, some of these people are just not showing up on my. Like, yeah. like on because I think they're all adult film stars, uh, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's just well, some of these are just not showing up on. How about, on my, how about this? I, I got a, I got a list for you here that I just came up with. All right, well, you, let me let me get to, to let me get up. to let me get to Matt Ryan first. Uh-huh. Um, rank these teams who lost to the '90s Braves: the Jim Leland Pirates, the Dusty Baker Giants, the Larry Durker Astros, and the Bobby Valentine Mets. I still think that Pirates team was really good. Uh, Vance Light, Bonilla, Bonds, uh, uh, Chico leaned uh, at second base. Sid Bream uh, at first. I think they were criminally underrated. Um, you know, they 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 should have been a lot better than they were, but the Braves were just too good. I'll take them number one. That Larry Durker Astros teams, those guys with Bagwell, Biggio, um, Berkman, I mean, those guys, that's number two. I'll take the Dusty Baker Giants number three. That's Bonds and those guys. And then I hate the mutts, so the, the mutts can <laughs> screw themselves. Uh-huh. Uh, TV shows turn movies um, from uh, our buddy Albie Cohen. The man from Uncle, Mission Impossible, 
the Fugitive and Get Smart. Well, I'll definitely take Mission Impossible. I'm going tomorrow yeah. night to, to see that. Yeah. Uh, the Fugitive, definitely number two. And I'll say that Get Smart wasn't awful. Um, the man from Uncle, I don't like that guy. I don't like that Henry Cavale guy. Really? I, don't, okay. I don't. He's he's a lousy Superman. I get that. Too big a stiff. I, I get that. I do like the man from Uncle, though. I like that movie. Yeah, uh, I don't like that. And I'll at least take The Rock and Steve Carell. And, and I love Anne Hathaway. Love, love, love Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah. So I'll take Get Smart number three, and you can have the man from Uncle. <laughs> All right, hit me up real quick. All right, Eli, real quick here, right up your alley. Rank these four women in the WWE, mm-hmm. or current or former. Sasha Banks, Trish Stratus, Tori Wilson, Jade Cargill. Um, you know what? I've become a big fan of that Jade Cargill. Um, me too. I, I actually, too. Um, you, know, I, you know, I had her on the show. I interviewed her. Yes. Um, and actually, yes. it did make some publications and stuff. So I really like her. Um I'll take her number one. I'll take Tori Wilson number two because back in the old days she was something to behold. Um, I will take I will take Sasha Banks number three, and I like Trish Stratish. I think she's mm-hmm. a little overrated. Fair enough. Um, not not physically or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. I just I think she's a little bit over. I think Sasha Banks is a really good wrestler. Yes. I think she's a very yes. good wrestler. Um, and I I like. The way she wrestles, I think she's had some really. I mean, her in the old NXT days when they had Bailey and and um, and Becky Lynch, and you know they were the horsewomen and all that. Like they had some really great matches. I mean, that was that in the old days of NXT. Those guys, those girls were really really good. So, all right, that's ranking for a Friday. We're gonna wrap things up with the Love TKO up next. Chuck Reed in the Kia Studios, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game, the Odyssey.com app. To more of the John Chuckery Show. Okay, okay. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Wrapping things up on the John Chuckery Show as we always do. With that love, TKO. Reset the deck and get everything going uh, here in just a second. But though, on Dom's last night with us this week. I want you to listen to what is the greatest opening lyric in all of music history. Looking back for my years, I guess I shed some tears. Dom, really appreciated uh, being with you this week. So had a lot of fun with you this week. Um, we'll definitely give my review of Mission Ridiculous um, come uh, because I'm I'm super excited to see it. Like all the all the things have been talking about how really this is a really good movie and um, it's gotten a really good buzz and, and they're doing huge box office numbers and stuff. So we'll uh, we'll talk about all that Monday. And of course, you know, the Braves will sweep and Atlanta United will win, you know, so it'll be. But again, we will uh, we'll be we're inching closer to NFL training camp. And then we have a big staff meeting on uh, Monday as well. So we'll uh, We'll bust some agates about uh, all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, there'll be there'll be a lot of stuff to get into come uh, Monday, um, and uh, Day Day will be back, so we'll have some fun with him um, as well. So, all right, uh, Dom, really appreciate it. For Dom, it's Chuckery. We'll see you, AMF.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.